0: Bruce Simpson is one of our favourite people to bump into in Random Corners of Africa. He is the most charming, friendly, warm, charismatic man and Hello to the Luxury Safari Company, I'm Bruce Simpson joining you from Time and Tide. I'm actually sitting in my garden in Johannesburg, South Africa right now and this time of the afternoon is always quite special with the, the numerous bird species that actually remind me of the bush, whether it's a starling, a barbit, a bee eater, a weaver and many others that uh, caught at this time of the day. But I'm going to spend some time recounting some of my most memorable and exciting experiences from the many years that I've spent living and working in the bush. My story is also very varied. I've uh, been lucky enough in my career to have guided for many, many years in the Sabi Sands in Botswana. I've lived in Namibia, I've lived in Botswana. I've also done in my career as developing businesses, running businesses and doing business development in the safari tourism industry. Um, I've traveled to Congo, to Gabon, to Ethiopia, spent time in Madagascar, uh, been part of developing a business in, in Rwanda, seen Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania, and many, many more. So my time in the bush and the experiences that I've been fortunate enough to have have been very, very um, lucky. I'm spoiled. I know it. And I guess recently my stories and my relevance is more about my family. I've got two little girls, a nine-year-old and 11-year-old. And uh, with my wife, Kate, we spend a lot of time in the bush and a lot of time exploring and enjoying the safaris that we are able to to have together as a family because of my career. So, so many of my stories of recent are now related to enjoying it as a father and as a family. Something that is so much part of our world and and so relevant in today's uh, safari experience. Another story that really has a, a, a lot of um, a memory and 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 relevance in my world is uh, i i 'm married to, to an Australian who loves a bush i 'm really lucky. Uh, Kate and I met in in Botswana and and she loves a bush you know as much if not more than me and We spent three and a half years in the Seychelles and for anybody who knows or thinks they know about living on an island, three and a half years living on an island uh, you need some change, and and when we decided that uh, that change was was um, needed, we gave ourselves a prem- present of going on a primate safari around um, Central East Africa. We went and spent time in Rwanda, Uganda, Tanzania, and a and a particular memory for for both of us is in the Mahali Mountains National Park. We were out looking for a for the chimpanzees and a specific group of chimpanzees. And at the time of the year, was, you know, the, the, the chimps move up and down the mountains related to the seasons, um, the vegetation, the fruit, the food. And so sometimes they're in small groups and other times they're in much larger groups when there's a lot of social interaction, um, uh, mating, breeding. And we, we got to f- spend some time, an hour, with this family group that was over 30 strong. And the most incredible thing about it was just about how much goes on, and again, it's that whole thing of sitting down. You know, as humans, we've all got a um, a strong affiliation and a connection and a, and a sense of belonging with with primates. You know, and if you know a little bit about them and the um, the closeness of the, the you know humans to these animals, there's something dramatic about it. You sit and watch them, and and again, we were sitting, we were watching these animals. And it was just how much we saw, you know, from uh, mothers grooming their youngsters, from youngsters getting brave enough to jump out of a tree or, you know, go exploring and foraging in a tree next to the parent, the mother. Um, Teenagers engaging with, uh, you know, youngsters, sub-adults engaging with each other. Uh, The learning that was going on. One particular, you know, and an incredible experience was watching a group of of adults go and hunt and catch a colobus and just the whole obviously there was a lot of communication that we didn't realize that there were um, vocalizations there was you know there's just eye contact and they they got hold of this this colobus um and they treated got really high into the canopy and essentially there was just no escape and we watched the you know the whole hunt as such um you know from start to finish it was incredible. And then, um, when it all ended and there was a little bit of a scuffle over the, over the meat, um, they came down and there was a lot of aggression and pounding, and, um, and you know, the males showing dominance. Um, we were very, very lucky to experience, you know, some interaction between the males. We were very lucky to experience the males asserting dominance over the females for the females and the other males to watch. Um, the, we saw a male jumping on the, the back of a female in a, absolute you know dominance behavior but just spending you know that hour maybe we were lucky to have a little bit over an hour um, with these animals and just learning and watching the incredible communication the social interaction um, the intelligence of these animals and how they fed how they hunted um, how they communicated again you know so many of my incredible experiences in the bush or when you learn things, um, when you get to sit and when you get to watch um, when you get to see things that you may have read but you hadn 't seen or that you didn 't know, and you suddenly learn more about animals and throughout my you know career and throughout my time and um whether it 's professional time and work or it 's been holidays. Spending time with animals and just learning from animals and just, you know, experience those moments in the bush is really what uh, keeps me enthusiastic and, you know, encouraged about about working in the bush. And, you know, I always say it, you know, even now having been fortunate to have, you know, achieved a career and had some roles in management, um, I'd still love, go, love to go back to that living, guiding, experiencing the bush all the time. And the Mali Mountains... It's special because it is primates. It's special because there's very, very, very little commercial development, and so when you go there, you do have a sense of having the, you know, the park to yourself. And this one particular experience with my wife was one of the most phenomenal experiences we'll ever have. Um, to top it all was at the time we had um, a six and eight-year-old, do- you know, kids, and they weren't allowed to come and view these animals, unfortunately, and. Um, on on one of the mornings, uh, our little ones were asking us about seeing the, the chimps and what it was like, and we were showing them pictures and we were showing them videos. And uh, and lo and behold, one morning we were sitting in our tent and our little six-year-old shouts out that she's seen a chimpanzee and we, we wished she had, but but it did happen. Um, a family of over 10 came down and was walking in and amongst the camp. And so with the excitement that we were sharing with our, our little girls, uh, there's something very, very special about being able to you know, watch and, and talk and experience it with little people. And for me, that will remain one of the most amazing uh, experiences with wild animals was the chimpanzees, both, you know, the hour with my wife and then just that short moment, we were able to experience it with the girls. Having lived in the bush for so long and guided for so so many years, you know, and a lot of uh, stories about the bush are often recounted off the back of a Land Rover. Um, one of my favourite moments always is is walking in the bush, and I've done that a lot. You know, in the Sabi Sands, we were very lucky when I was a guide in the early years of, of my career. Uh, we used to walk into rhino a lot. You know, at that time there were just you know a, a numerous number of white rhino that we could walk into. You know, very comfortably, very so- safely in these open areas. If you got the you know the wind and the um, direction right, uh, I used to often go out when I was, when I was managing uh, at Singita in the Sabi Sands. Uh, when I was you know, managing the log- lodge and didn't guide that much, I'd go out um, for my own downtime and I'd take a walk and I'd always find elephants. Um, certainly my favourite animal in the African bush. And I would go and find um, you know, e- either single or small groups of, of elephants and, and understand their direction and the wind movement and the sound and actually climb trees and hope and on many, many occasions got very lucky to have these elephants um, walk under the tree and sometimes even feed on the tree that uh, I was sitting in and just that close interaction that sense um a little bit of of you know anxiousness nervousness but always with respect to the animal you can get these um these wonderful experiences and more recently I hadn't lived in the bush for a while I'd, I'd be doing a lot of work um out of Johannesburg but always in the safari industry and I was up in the in the South Luangwa when I started my my um, my job at Time and Tide. And we walked between two of our camps, Louis and Solo, And, and you know, being a guy that loves the bush, walking, you know, as I say, has always been a passion. And so when I um, learned that we do and are able to 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 walk in the South Luangwa and we do that for a lot of our guests, I did the walk between Louis and Solo, And the night before we had done a bush dinner, we actually were very lucky to see a lioness walk past the bush dinner with her cub. And we found out later that um, she had actually taken the cub to a kill that um, Herna and, her and another lioness had made. So the next morning we set out and we were walking along uh, the river and we we tracked the lions for a while. Uh, we were very lucky to see the lions on foot. We also then spent a bit of time and it you know it's about a three or four hour walk. But the most incredible thing about walking is that is that you are learning all the time. You've got to be um, constantly aware. You listening. You looking. You smelling. Um, you stopping and you picking up signs, you tracking. And we wanted to stop for a, a cup of coffee at one point and um, there just were so many elephants. Uh, every time we wanted to stop, there was there were more elephants and we wanted to move to a safer environment, not wanting to disturb the elephants. And eventually it was, it was uh, in uh, such that that we just decided we were going to, you know, sit in the bank of the river. we were going to be very aware of what was happening around us. It was a dry time of the year, so the animals were coming down to, you know, the little puddles of water, or they were digging for water in the in the river. And just spending two, three hours with, you know, my favourite animals, Ellie's, all around us, um, and then being able to, you know, sit and watch them, um, have them come close, walk up again uh, to sort of some breeding herds um, during the time we. We saw some vultures going down and after our tea we were able to go and you know explore and see what that was about and there had been an animal that had been caught but it was um you know finished and it was only just a couple of jackal and the vultures that were that were feeding but just the whole experience of being able to walk in in africa it was just the four of us a guide a scout um, and a colleague and myself and walking through the bush just reminded me exactly why I do what I do, and um, you know my incredible passion for the bush and it wasn 't about huge big big five sightings it wasn 't about lion kills and leopards hoisting in a tree. I've seen so much of that and been very, very, very fortunate too. But it was that essence and the presence of being on the ground with the animals, learning and experiencing and just all the sensory experiences that one gets by walking through the African bush. Something I'll never forget and it was at a time in my life and a point in my career where I needed to get back and I'd spent a lot of time in the Indian Ocean at that point and coming back to the the bush and doing that walk was just something that always resonates with me because I... I knew that, um, you know, that's what I loved and that's what I always wanted to do. My last story about the bush, and uh, as I've said a few times on, on, on this recording, um, you know, my stories are not necessarily about the big lion kills and uh, the, the the leopards hoisting and, and the cheetah chases and calling their cubs in and, you know, wildebeest migrations and crossings and, you know, various other things. And I've been very lucky to see that. Um, you know, when I was thinking about answering these questions and telling my stories, you know, I've seen giraffe birth and uh, I've seen wildebeest and impala being born. I've, I've seen uh, hyena um, and lions trying to kill buffalo. Um, I've seen them trying to kill rhino. You know, lions being unsuccessful and the hyena has been successful just to show what a successful species they are. You know, I've you know s- seen the geladas in, in Ethiopia waking up and coming off the mountains in the morning um, after... You know being protected on the on the cliffs and then coming up to to warm up in the sun um, i've seen mountain gorillas i've seen lowland gorillas um, i've been very very lucky as we all are in this industry but a recent experience and it happened uh, during COVID, where we were finally allowed to travel and um, we'd all been you know locked up at home and done our our um you know careful respecting of the pandemic that we all find ourselves in and my daughters um, were nine and eleven at the time my wife, Kate, and I went up to Zambia. Um, I to go and visit some of our products in in in, in Zambia and on one of the evenings and it 's an amazing thing going into the bush with the family um, for me it 's one of the most spectacular things. Um, I love the fact that my my kids enjoy the bush. Um, I know that family travel is something that has uh, come out over the last you know year or five. I know it's going to get more and more and more but there's something special experiencing the african wildlife with your family with kids being able to share that Um, i'm a big believer that the um, the impact that we have the responsibility that we've got the opportunity that we've got to conserve these areas to engage communities to participate and influence the protection of these wildlife areas um, a huge 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 part of the success and the future of that is through our children and as a company as individuals um, we have that that opportunity and that responsibility as families um, and as parents, we've got that too. And and I, you know, I, I get really excited and, and really emotional when my girls ask to go on holiday to to the bush, and they love going on safari, and we've been able to spoil them in that regard. But last year we did go, and we um, we slept out in the um, in a dry riverbed. We went with with the company, and as one of our signature. Um, activities um, Tom and Ty does these sleep outs in in all the, the areas we operate and my girls went and they were quite apprehensive about it we did a game drive to get there we saw a ton of animals we saw some really exciting things my little nine-year-old um, spotted her first leopard uh, by herself she found it um, her sister was um, you know helping her track and that level of excitement excitement was there but when we went and set up camp and we arrived to four post mosquito four sort of poster mosquito um, nets stuck in the sand of a riverbed, uh, bed rolls rolled out under these mosquito nets, um, campfire, a little you know drink station, and a a little kitchen and We spent the whole night listening to sounds. We put our feet in the in the shallow water of the you know the drying up riverbed from the season. We had a sundowner, ran in the water, um, listened to the day sounds go quieter, and the night animals and night birds get louder. Um, Slept with the girls and uh, we lay on the sand on our back. We we looked at the stars. We listened to the lions, listened to Ayahina. We heard the move from the one side of us all the way to the other side of us. We told stories, um, the birds. And then the waking up of all the animals um, at dawn and uh, the sun coming up. And every single experience is such an incredible thing where you're not seeing, you're hearing it, you're smelling it, um, you're interpreting it. And for me, as a father, as a passionate uh, bush enthusiast, um, as somebody who's been in the bush my whole life, you know, South Africans are really lucky that we go to the bush and some of my finest family holidays with my mom and dad were into the Kruger National Park and uh, farms that we used to go go to. Um, being able to go full circle and experience that with my, my little girls and just um, learning with them, teaching them, learning from them uh, in a sleep out in a dry riverbed is just one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. And I know as a family, we'll do that over and over again. And uh, I can understand why it has such an impact on people that come from continents other, uh, other than Africa. And again, I talk about the responsibility and um, just the lesson one's, one learns when you do do things like this and you have experiences and you can talk about animals, conservation, sustainability. You can talk about the impact that... that um, you know, hunting as an environment or poaching as an environment, uh, uh, the need to conserve these areas, the the benefits that tourism has to these areas. And when you hear a nine year old recount those stories or eleven year old, you know, tell those stories. In the safari industry, we have an opportunity to educate people about sustainability and conservation. Um, and experiencing that with your own family is just one of the most incredible, incredible moments I've ever had as a family and as an individual in in the African bush.